I put my hands up to name my song. <laughs> Butterflies fly away. <laughs> Look, Waving my hand like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fact that you know the song of it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Shit. That's your jam. Hey, Miley. I was a fan. Miley, uh-huh. Bieber. Uh-huh. Oh, talent, yes. They're talented little individuals, man. They really are. You're you know, absolutely right about that. You know, don't hate on the boppers. You're right. You know, they 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 have their they have their place. <laughs> true. You know? True. But yeah, uh we're gonna talk about that. Uh uh welcome out to Ooh. episode one twelve of the uh original Grito podcast. Yay. Welcome some back, some of y'all getting back some followers. Woo! Happy to welcome, have you back. Welcome. You know, we talked a whole bunch of shit about y'all while y'all were gone. I did not. No, no. just kidding. <laughs> uh but uh had a good weekend. Got the got I felt like I was in the movie La Bamba this weekend. Oh, like, I, I felt like I got to re- record in, in I got to perform in Richie Valence's uh, old neighborhood. Okay. Uh, it's actually Robstown, but you know <laughs> it, it felt like it. Same to same. So we're gonna start <laughs> off with a little something off the La Bamba soundtrack. I ain't played something on that. In a few episodes, uh-huh. you know, it's always a favorite here. So, little uh, Los Lobos, Charlena. <laughs> Like like that little little Ru- Rudy Castro and the silhouettes actually actually not Los Lobos uh, did most of the, the playing out most of the music mm-hmm. for the any time the band was playing that was actually Los Lobos. Uh, oh, playing. I think you told me that before. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, except uh, the lead parts that were Lou Diamond Phillips, you know, playing as Richie, were recorded by Santana. But all the, the the vocals that was all the uh, the lead singer of Los Lobos doing that they actually but they actually uh, because Richie Valens had a higher timber so they sped up his they took his vocals and sped them up to to make them. Did you tell me higher. that before? Um, I don't think I, I don't knew know that. If I ever told you that. That's, those are DVD facts. That's fun facts, babe. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, little little behind the scenes. If you if you don't have the if you don't have the La Bamba DVD, uh-huh. you don't have to get it. Just listen to this podcast <laughs> over the over the. I'm sure over the course of the next hundred episodes, uh, uh, you know, I'll, we'll make that a segment. Why not? We've, <laughs> Why tried, not? we've tried. We've tried every other thing as far as segments goes. Why not? Not uh, so every episode I give you a, a factoid from the, <laughs> off the, <laughs> of the DVD. It's, it's my uh, DVD bonus feature segment <laughs> where like basically it. just regurgitate facts. <laughs> I was, I was, you know, I, I, you know, I, I was, I was pretty poor growing up, I guess, okay. would be the thing. So, so I, uh, I spent a lot of time, you know, never had HBO. Mm-hmm. I, I guess poorish. I always had cable, but never had the premium channels. Okay, like, I'm basic cable poor. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And uh, so I used to watch the. You know, you used to go to the TV guide. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you could still go down to HBO and they would show you like the making ofs. Uh-huh. Like of, of the movies they were going to be showing. Like, so I used to watch the fuck out of those. Wait, you could see that for free? Yeah, you could see that for free. It would oh. still play. If you go to it, it would still play in the little I square. Not on the full screen. It would it would play it up in the up in the little square. It would play like the, the making of whatever. Oh, wow. Movie was coming out. So I'd watch those. 
I I used to watch, love to watch little behind the scenes. Of, mm-hmm. What fascinates me uh-huh. is how older movies, like how much of them had their behind the scenes documented because like when I would get like older DVDs, right? Say like La Bamba. Right. Right. It was recorded in the, in the eighties. DVDs weren't a thought and bonus features weren't even a fucking thing Not on VHS. Right. Right. Cause they, they, they had enough room to fit the movie and that was and it. That was Sometimes it. they had yeah. to, if it was a long movie, they so remember they used to have to have to put it on, on two set two, volume two. a set of two when uh-huh. the Titanic was like that. Yes. I think uh, there's a couple of movies that, that were, were, you know, those double, those double, double. ones. Oh, I used to, <laughs> when I worked in a video store, I used to hate the double fucking videos. Why? Because people would always not bring back one of them. They'd forget one of them. You know, they think, yeah, they, they were just horrible. Oh, they were annoying. Nice. The the multi-cassette tapes. So it always amazes me that, that how much footage, behind-the-scenes footage exists for older movies. Like, what were they, like, how what did they saved? think, what did they think they were documenting it for? Oh, yeah. Like, what about, what about the, the movie that you told them, like, you know what? We're we know we're filming something, but we should film us filming it. <laughs> just I, I maybe just out of nostalgia initially. Yeah. Just so, yeah, like just have the memory of it. Uh huh. Maybe it's I don't know that it is. Like, cause when I was watching, I was like, "What? Why? What, what were they recording this for?" Mm-hmm. Like, what? What was the 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 in game? Like, if it's almost like every movie has its own documentary crew attached to it <laughs> yeah like you're the historian like did you you remember that was like uh like that maybe that's it maybe they have a every film set has a historian remember the historian oh it was always it was a bullshit officer yes, position in every every were you historian you, and then do shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you. That's what you. That's what you became. If that's what you ran for. If you wanted to be an officer, but didn't you did, but shit. you didn't want to really do shit. <laughs> and, yeah. And basically, you know, at the end of the school year, all you did was just get a bunch of pictures <laughs> and make a slideshow. <laughs> that's totally. really what the position. That, that's what the story should be called. Like, hey, hey, do you want to make a slideshow at the end of the year? All right, cool. <laughs> That's your position. Down. That's your that's your job then. <laughs> oh, for sure. I did it I did it once and then I I wanna say I was it twice, but I don't remember finishing the job, mm-hmm. so I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. We uh we had I remember one only one year in band did we have a, a really gung ho historian that was with, out there with the fucking camera, uh-huh. like recording practices Everything. and documenting pep rallies and stuff. And they did a video at the at the end of the year. And you know, when you watch, did you watch the video at the end? I did. I watched it a couple of times. I have no idea where the tape is now. Okay, but, but did did when you watched it, were you like, oh, I'm glad they did that? I think I was too young to appreciate. Oh. I thought oh, that's kind of cool. You know, it had our old, it had our whole set on there. It had some fun. Things that happened throughout mm-hmm. the year on there, you know, it was, it was all right. Because we would you know. get uh, DVDs think, oh, okay. for basketball okay. at the end of a season. That's cool. And so it would have video and it would have pictures of the whole season. And I would dig watching that even after high school. Is that like a dorky thing to say? I mean. I watched it a few times after high school. Depends how soon after high school. I think. But then after that, I, I mean, it was just like yeah. probably right after and then that was it. I think I would have probably appreciated more now like and yeah and that's the cool thing about facebook like i i uh am friends on facebook with a lot of people that i was in band with yeah you know um which was you know uh and so every once in a while they'll share a picture or sometimes like not too long ago someone shared one of our old shows a whole contest show and it was one of our really good ones yeah. really good years you know so that was kind of cool getting to to see that. Go back and get to try to try to see where I was at, try to remember where I was at, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the on the field, and that was interesting. Yeah. You know, it was such a huge part of my like that. It pretty much bands one of those things that you there's not much room for anything else mm-hmm. in your your life. I I did a, a couple shows this weekend, and uh, you know, of course, anytime I perform. Performed at Mesquite mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Yeah, so don't no don't no one get your feelings hurt. I'll tell you that story here in a second. But um, 
But anytime people in Corpus see me perform that they've never seen me before, the first question is, do you still live here? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> never lived anywhere else uh, other than San Antonio for college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, second question is, where do you, of course, where do you go to school? Right, and uh, they went. The people I was talking went to Moody, and they were, they were like, "Oh, but we know, you know, you know, so and so." And I was like, "I'm gonna tell you right now, if they weren't in band <laughs> or honors classes, <laughs> like, like, and in my same grade at that, in my mm-hmm. grade and in honors, like, I didn't know them, yeah, because because band was just kind of all encompassing. I had time for class and band, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and." Band's one of those things where the cool part of it is kind of, you know, you instantly have anywhere from 100 to 150 friends. Right. Yeah. The the second you sign up, just the fact that y'all, because y'all spend so much time in the same general, or at least friendly would, 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 you know. And I'm sure you build some really good friendships out of. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. There's little cliques and groups and some people you, you spend more time with than, than others. And that, Mm -hmm. that's. What happens, you know, so, so I never got a chance to like, unless I directly had a class with somebody, like a lot of people, they were, Ray was a pretty big school. So I didn't know a lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, cause, <laughs> cause even at one point, like my, my last two years, I was taking three band classes a day. Mm-hmm. I, I was taking jazz band, mariachi band and, and regular band. So you were just literally surrounded by so band three people. Hours, yeah. All day, every day. That mm-hmm. that's you know, band life. Hashtag. One of those things. It's kind of weird, you know. And then to think, you know, you know, I know I keep keep going. I was telling Danielle, I probably sound like a broken record at this point. I keep repeating the whole ten year thing because it, it uh it it it's very sur. I, I hope I don't know if it's coming across, but it, it's it's very surreal to me mm-hmm. every time I say that. Okay, how so? Be- because <clears throat> it, it doesn't feel. Like ten years, mm. like it. It's somehow the the whole like looking back on the fact that I've been doing stand up for for coming up on ten years, it feels like it can't possibly be that long. But at the same time, some sometimes it feels like, man, it feels like so much longer. Okay, and yeah. and this weekend was a great reminder of that because, like I said, comedy is kind of coming back around you know things are opening up you know for the first time in a lot of weekends you know a lot of comics that hadn't been working yeah all this year are starting to get their first gigs back and i love watching them on facebook a buddy of mine from when i first started he's an old vet named ponchirera uh and he was one of the first like older comedians that took a liking to me and and you know he's just Ponchi's just one of these po- super positive people that's just always, you know, building you up and, and hyping you and making you feel good about yourself yeah. and, and how you performed. And, and uh, you know, he's one of those old school guys that, you know, from the Que Loco days, you, you know, and um, he just kind of – comedy's just something, you know, he has a job and comedy's just kind of a thing that he does, you know – when he, when he can and he has fun with it, man. He just yeah. has a, a blast on stage. And, and he's a great cheerleader for other comics as well. So he was doing a show in Alice. Mm-hmm. And I had a show in, in Robstown. I had a private party in Robstown. So uh, I told him, I was like, hey, man, it'd be great to see you. I know Corona and all that, but it'd be great to see you, even if just for, for a minute. Of course, you know, failed my memory what a party or punchy is but then within five minutes i'm now in a in a facebook message group because there's not it was not only him but john my buddy john stringer mm-hmm. was in town who i started out with right right and then uh and so a bunch of people were were on his show i think mario salazar were somewhere in town uh so he was trying to get like a whole like the whole crew back a whole old it it didn't pan out, right? it, it, <laughs> which these things never do, right? Because once we all, you know, we all started out together. But of course, Munchie's more experienced. But like Stringer and I started out together, you know, we're 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 traveling with different tours or we're headlining our own shows. You know, mm-hmm. Stringer's of course a lot lot busier than I am, you know, with his cruise ship stuff. Of course, not not at the moment. But you know, we don't get to work together as often right. as possible. We're, we're hardly ever 
you know, if you're in the same town, you get to see each other at the airport or, right. or, you know, they'll drop by the club, say hi. And, you know, that's, that's, it. that's about the extent of it because, because we're not vacationing in these towns where we're just, you're working. we're there for the, for the night, you know, maybe the day, the day before or next morning, you're on the first flight out, mm-hmm. you know, or, or driving out cause you got to get to another town or whatever. So it was nice to get to, to, um, I wasn't even supposed to do John Stringer's show. Right. So it was nice getting to walk down memory lane a little bit with him, you know, kind of, you know, he's starting back up. He's doing a lot of college stuff now since he can't do the cruise ships. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and he came in clutch for me. Thank, big thank you to, to yes. Mr. Stringer. Thank you. Thank Cause you, at the last minute, it feels like I, I, like I hit the pause button. Like <laughs> like this weekend felt a lot like like did twenty twenty even happen? Okay. Like cause I feel like I'm having the same conversations that I was having in March of twenty twenty all of a sudden. Correct. Comedically com- talking about comedy wise. It felt like like I felt like comedy is one of those instances we felt like everyone's just like, okay, we're just gonna start Exactly where we left off. <laughs> yeah. Like, like no one gained any. Like, some people gained some. Some people that stayed out, like, and, and got the TikTok followings. And there's, there's, there's some changes because there's some people that weren't players mm-hmm. before in the scene that now they have a following right. and they're and they're doing shows and stuff like that. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of us, the ones that actually took the year off for the most part, you know, I feel like everyone's saying like, okay. Where were we? Like, let's get let's get <laughs> let's back push to the it. button to go back. Okay. I was surprised as hell. You know, I think I I talked about it on the podcast last year. You know, and I was very guarded at that time about it. I had you know, uh, you know, but I did mention to you, you know, I had I had a couple looks mm-hmm. uh, um, at 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 television, which is, you know, I've I've never been you know, secretive about it. That's when people ask what, you know, Hey, what's keeping you here? What, what's that next, what's the next step? And, and that's, unfortunately that's what it, what it is a big, either, either a big, a a big leap in my following social media wise, which to do that, you got to be out there doing the, doing the little dance. (laughs) And that's really not, not the OG way. Right. Right. So, so, and, uh, or, you know, you got to have a, a credit to your name, a television credit, Mm -hmm. you know, of some sort. Right. You know, and, and that's what's, that's what separates me from the, the other comics that, that can go out and, and do their own shows instead of just constantly having to, to open for somebody. Right. Right? So it's not really a skill difference. And as you can imagine, you know, there there's a lot of comics in, in this country. Mm-hmm. And 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 more coming <laughs> all up. the time. Left and there's right. only so many television spots. So when you, you get one look, you're happy with that one. If yeah. you can get one a year. You're like, yes. You know, even if you don't get to it. You know, I've even gotten to the point where. I've recorded a couple times, and they mm-hmm. just don't, you know, this doesn't guarantee. So you don't get your hopes up a lot. I definitely didn't think I was going to get any looks this year. After the ones fell out last year, because I either didn't get them or because everything got put on hold because of COVID. Right. I wasn't expecting a phone call Thursday night <laughs> to say, hey, we're recording next month. <laughs> Send a video. Great. So I was I didn't even put a, together a video for this right. year. That normally every year what happens is you you record some new material mm-hmm. and you put it together, you get it edited normally in 5 minute chunks. Mm-hmm. Too. Okay. Right? Cuz that's the standard. <clears throat> most cuz they don't they most like festivals and and stuff like that, they feel like they can get a good handle on the comic by in watching five a 5 minute set. Right, okay. I can, and you can, you could, mm-hmm. depending what you're hiring them for, right? If you're going to hire them a headline or feature, you know, sometimes they'll ask for a longer set. But most festivals don't want to see more than five minutes from you. And most bookers are happy with that and a recommendation. Mm-hmm. So um, when I get the call and say, hey, send a video next month, this, 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 and that, I'm like, 
they're, and they're like, but it has to be 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, look, I got, I got one 15 minute video. Right. That's good quality, good audio. From Very a good, from a good, from a good position, right? Right, that too, because it's hard as hell on the road to get good. Sometimes you know you got people walking before mm-hmm. you set it up on the bar, and there's glasses clanking, Clank, yeah. and, and you know it's just it, it's just so rare that you get a good recording. So mm-hmm. you know, um, and this happened to be a good one, and it was a great show. It was the, it was the Houston Improv, mm-hmm. so back in September with, with Chingo, one of the first shows back. Right, hype, good weekend, a lot of shows was firing on all cylinders, Ooh. you know. And I was like, but I'm be I'm let you know because I was like, I I know what you've asked for. Same person that that I had this conversation with last year, one of right. the ones that I got passed up for because I was too dirty. I talked about this on the show. I was like, it's dirty. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. It's, it's <laughs> like not it's clean because, because, <laughs> like I said, I didn't think that I would be looking at at a at, at a filming opportunity this right. year at all. I didn't think that that, that was going to be in the cards. So I wasn't in that mode. I was just – at that point in September, if I was trying to remember what my mindset was, I was like, I don't even know if – you know – is, is comedy even coming back this year? <laughs> like, are, are we yeah. still gonna? Like, I didn't see this. Like, it, I mean, it's when I say it's starting up like a, going up like a firework. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, so I sent it anyway. Get a call back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm good friends with with the, with the person that's asking me to 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 send. He's he's. Another one of those veterans that that's take a take took a liking to me very early on and always kind of kind of followed followed and supported from from you know a far distance whatever and um he's like hysterical <laughs> he goes but I have never heard you drop so many f bombs and it was fabulous. and it was. It was almost too, it was too much to clean. I was gonna edit it. I was like, it's gonna make it sound worse because then it's just gonna be beep, 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 like yeah, like you would say, oh, just edit out. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not always an option. Yeah, that's true. Like, so he's like, you got. He goes, he goes. It's next month. Like you understand, we're not talking about a thing that's that's months down the road. Like, it's like next month. Time. They have the venue. They have the location. They they just they're still trying to figure out the who, mm-hmm. right? Especially now, right now that there's everyone's not had a little rust right. build up right, right. so yeah. so i'm grateful that that you know i've been working the private shows thank you rob's down rob's down's yes. been keeping me busy with the private parties you know to keep the rust off so he goes can you get another set recorded i was like man shows are slim pickings right now yeah. like everything's just opening back up and everybody that's been off for the last year is trying to get trying to get on shows trying to get on shows right now i was like i have a private party and i'm not going to record an audition set at a private party and i'm sure so i'm not going to record a clean set yeah, at a private party no, that would not like because because well. most of my private parties i do they want the adult content right you know and so like uh, if it was corporate it would be right. different but right and then i was like and then you're asking for 15 minutes yeah that's not a five minute guest spot that even if i ask somebody for it you know that that's a lot of time to ask somebody to do on on their show. Right, you're taking a chunk out of their time or their features time or you know mm-hmm. someone's yeah. time. You know, like and so for me at least, I would have to be very comfortable with the person that I'm that's asking that of. Yeah, and fortunately, John Stringer is one of those people. Mm-hmm. Very, and I'm, when I say yeah. a handful of people, probably less than five people that I that that I would feel ever comfortable asking that of. Luckily he was here mm-hmm. in town at my at my home club, Mesquite, right. where I got a show coming up in a few weeks. And, and you know, I, I gave him the breakdown. So hey man, hate to ask. It's a lot of time. And I, I had to I had to preface it. I'm I'm this kind of person I hate putting people out. I was like 
I, I want to be clear, and I'm not just saying this. If you have to say no, it's it's, it's okay. like I'm not no hard feelings yeah. whatsoever. Like it's fine. And uh, and now he was like, look, as long as it doesn't take any time out of he has he was bringing his own feature. He's like, as long as it doesn't take any time or money out of my features, uh, hands, and you can work it out with the club, that's fine. I was like, absolutely understandable. I'm not here to take anyone's in anyone's job for the night. Yeah. I just, I need this done and I need it in a good setting, you mm-hmm. know. So I was able to go out, drop a look, drop a, drop a hot 20. Clean your board, did it. Woo! You know you what I'm did. saying? I watched it. I mean, did. I mean, I was cable clean. I mean, I dropped some shit. You, said you can shit. say shit. You can yeah. say shit. Right? It was, it was, it was my. <laughs> like, see, I can't even say it no more. I can't even oh, say it. you're that used to it now, Shit. Wow. This comic is clean. Okay. No. <laughs> I, but I, I sent it off today. Video was good. Looked good. Uh, so we'll see. Oh, hello. Yeah. You know, yes. sign of the cross, yes. light, prenda la vela, light a candle, fucking, uh, put your right foot in, right foot out, Absolutely. do the hokey pokey. Do everything. Whatever, because, uh, you know, we're trying Positive to get, we're trying to get this, uh, this, this OG train yeah, we are. rolling again. And I even told the guy, I said, you know, um, I'm going to keep working clean. So if you see, if you're going to come see me in mission with Chingo, <laughs> um, Ooh. <laughs> just know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna try <laughs> I'm really gonna I'm really gonna try this time guys <laughs> to uh, <laughs> it's not even that I like cussing mm-hmm. it's just that I don't want to have to to think about not doing to it to censor yourself right you just want to talk right I just want to talk yeah. the way I talk and, and as you hear on here this, that's just kind of the way I fucking talk. Um, hi, hello, bad mouth. Yeah, over here. you know, and and you were like, well, y'all have y'all have kids, and and we we try really hard, really hard, and the kids have. A, I've never had a problem with the boys uh, cussing, right? Like even with it it being part of my vocabulary, they've always known like that it's not for them to say, not for them to say. Yeah, exactly. And when I met Louie, he was old enough that he didn't really, mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't do that. Right. But Lindsay. We're worried about Lindsay because Lindsay is a little parrot. parrot. So oh, even, so this works out. This is like, like it's shit beneficial. aligning, right? Because yeah. we're, we're, because she is a parrot. Like she is oh, just right now. Guys, like hover- she knows the word secret. Mm-hmm. What else did she say? The other? Promise. Promise. I mean, she's, yeah. oh my God. She's parrot. Oh, yeah. we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a little tape recorder right mm-hmm. now. Her vocabulary just seems to be doubling every yes. week. Yes, yes. She's just soaking everything up. So we, we've had to, to try to clean our, our act up around here. Yeah. In the home. And it's so, hard. So, so we'll, we'll see, man. Like, I might, I might, you know, be all 100%. Could you imagine? Wholesome, wholesome comedy from the original Gordito. Could we do it? Could you imagine? Do you think so? No. (laughs) I gotta have a little edge to me. (laughs) You didn't even consider it for like two seconds. You're like, I was even trying to think of who's a. I mean, there's great clean comedians. Uh You know, I like Jim Gaffigan. He works clean. Uh Um, Like, extremely. I'm talking about. Like very clean, like very little innuendo, all like that. Uh, who is uh Brian Regan? Works clean. Uh, he's he's good. There's, there's there's a lot of Kevin James is is pretty he is clean. clean. We've actually been watching a show with, with 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 him. He's got a, a a sitcom on Netflix called The Crew. So if you like sitcoms, like I've I like that Netflix is giving the sitcom. Uh, a new home because it, I grew up on sitcoms. Same. They've been dying yes. lately. That old format, the whole, everything went, after the office, mm-hmm. everything went single cam. Yep. You know, modern family, all that. They're funny, but it's not traditional sit- sitcom, you know, um, style writing. Right. You know, probably the last, like, traditional sitcom that I could think of was, was Two and a Half Men. Like on the on network mm. TV, that really stuck it out. Mm-hmm. 
uh, what Broke Girls did okay, right? That was a sit, that was sitcom, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sitcom style recording. But they since then they've all kind of migrated to to Netflix, right? Netflix mm-hmm. had they had Disjointed and The Ranch and yeah, and and now they have the, this one, the the crew. the crew. It's a cool little know. watch, and it's cool. So if you like cheesy sitcom style mm-hmm. humor. You know, if you miss King of Queens and yes. all that, you know, you give it a, you give that. That's not even, a, that's a freebie. That's not even, a, yeah. that's not even a to watch the watcher. We haven't no. even recorded that. That, that we'll, we'll, We haven't even, uh, you know, we're not ready to review that or whatever. <laughs> Just yet. But uh, how, how was your uh, week now that I talked about my little excitement? <laughs> I've just been feeding off your excitement, babe. Yeah, that's really that it. You really and it, if it took up pretty much the whole weekend, mm-hmm. like like I, yesterday, you know, trying to to get in my mindset about it. I didn't want to overthink the set. I was mm-hmm. just like, just I had. It was more about psyching myself up. Like, hey, you're gonna just go and uh, and not like. Not say bad words. Just not say bad words. That's all. Yeah. You're just gonna, you know, be natural. Right, just right, don't say bad right, words. right. I was trying not to make the 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 molehill into a mountain. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, in my mind, because mm-hmm. then and so luckily, I think it, I think it worked. I think yeah. it worked. The the set came across good. Mm-hmm. Uh, past the the first like minute or two, mm-hmm. you know, I loosened. You can tell I loosened can, up, and, and you were comfortable. Which is weird because I work clean when I have to. Mm-hmm. Let, let me understand. Like I'm, I'm. It's not like I, I'm. I can't bite my tongue you know i, I have professional <laughs> conversations yes without without cussing and i and i work corporate yes, stuff you. In, in, you know corporate comedy you know where i go you know if your business hires me to come i do it but most of those corporate gigs are what during the day yeah they're in a conference room somewhere it's different setting they got jason's deli set up in the back <laughs> You know, there, there, there's some guy trying to set up a PowerPoint <laughs> behind me. <and laughs> they can't get the keystone to work properly. It, it, it's a different setting. Uh-huh. When you're in a comedy club and the lights are down and the liquor's flowing. Mm-hmm. But, hey, fucking, we're all adults here, right? <laughs> why, do, why, why do I have to, like, <laughs> am I going to say... Oh no! No, close, close your ears. I don't want to offend you with these words here. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. You know, but I get it. I get it. Every guy, you, you know, seven words you can't say on TV. Oh, good old George Carlin. Oh yeah. Know. So that's right. You're gonna right. say the seven. Go. Uh, let's see. Well, it's uh, fuck shit, bitch, cunt. Cocksucker, motherfucker, and I forgot the seven. Shit, shit, so shit, bitch, fuck, cunt, pussy, pussy, maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe no, oh. I don't think pussy's one of them. So close. So close. Good try, babe. Yeah. You almost had it. I'm impressed. Sorry. I'm impressed though, for real. It's good. It's good. You have to, I mean, I do feel. I do. I, I feel bad now because I feel like, like you, you know, you gotta remember him. I mean, then he took... he came back. A, 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 sorry, he came back a few sets later, and then he doc, doctored him. Oh, uh-huh. he because he he he, he uh, addressed it twice. Mm-hmm. But the original seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say because you thought about maybe incorporating that with the tattoo. Now, if you can't remember all seven, then you have to wait. Until I can memorize all seven. Well, it could, it could also be, you know, this stiff drink that you've been <laughs> Is it real strong, mm-hmm. babe? I do. I do. When I read his book, I told her, I was like, you know, I, I, a lot of comics have a George Carlin tattoo. Yeah. And I, I was like, mm, I don't want his face you, on me. Like You have to be different. I have to be a little different. So I thought, mm-hmm. I thought about getting mm-hmm. 
I was like, would it be too much <laughs> to have the seven the seven words you can't say on TV mm-hmm. tattooed on me? <laughs> she goes, where? <laughs> well, not on my face. <laughs> I'm not going to have shit bitch dick cut, cut, cut cocksucker motherfucker. <laughs> Could you imagine? On your cheeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. On my cheek. Like a fucking uh, Post Malone. <laughs> That'd be a funny album cover, though. <laughs> uh, right? To have that, to get that, like, that like would a, be. get like a henna tattoo mm-hmm. with that it be. on there. Mm-hmm. Got all these ideas, <laughs> like Stussy, <laughs> just running through my, my brain right now. Uh, it was good, though, to see the videos of you on stage because you looked at home again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I've I've been commenting that on all my all my. My comedy buddies, you know, it's good to see them posting and being happy again, you know, and whenever I see them, oh, it's my first show back or mm-hmm. this and that, you know, I've, I've been commenting, well, welcome home. Yeah. You know, because, because I, of course, I know what that, that f- it f- feels like, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's what it is, you know, not to be overly dramatic about it, you know, yeah. you know, but, but. But yeah, it it does. It becomes it becomes a big part of your life. The the peop the friends that you very much like. I was talking about band. Those become your your friends. The the ones you start out with. Like you can't be every comedian's friend, right? Right. You know. You know. But you know, like I've told some of the locals here, it's like you 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 know, friendships are forged in fire. Mm-hmm. And when you're starting out, those first two three years. Are crucial and you're and you're doing some you know just you're driving insane amount of hours to do n- virtually no time for mm. ab- even less no pay n- no pay sometimes sometimes uh you know and and you're, you're piling in a car with a bunch of people that you barely know and and you know those are those are the friendships that are gonna you know carry with you. Yeah. Down the line, even though you get to see those people less and less because eventually you'll grow. And like I said, y'all are working on y'all's own paths, Mm -hmm. right? Because it is still a solo sport Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. But you have to, uh, you do make certain friendships that, that, you know, if you're lucky, you get a handful that that lasts a a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah. So, I, I I I was... I was sad that I didn't get to to end it, didn't end up getting to uh, to meet up with Ponchi and them this weekend, yeah. but um, I also realized that um, I'm definitely not the young buck <laughs> that started this doing comedy because they were talking about like, hey man, well if, no, if worse comes to worse, we'll get some beer and go to the tea heads. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa! I said, hey, let's go somewhere. Have a that has an outdoor patio. Have like a beer, <laughs> maybe a beer and a shot. Max, if I have more than that, I'm gonna have to get an Uber. <laughs> I'm like, guys, we are fucking old. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Like, like, you couldn't hang bait. No, no. <laughs> I so I you know I did the sh- the party in Robstown. I I I got back to Corpus maybe you know about midnight, mm-hmm. maybe twelve thirty, and I messaged him. I said, "Hey, I'm 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 back in in Corpus. We're all gonna meet up here." And I, they sent me a picture of a Ponji still on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I was like. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> if they're still on stage in Alice, <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna go home and get something to eat. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I think they knew. They never messaged after that. I was gonna say. I was gonna ask. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That, that 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 party fell Old apart. Old man, Harvey went to bed. <laughs> I didn't feel too bad because Stringer did also she goes I'm driving he drove back to Fort Worth mm-hmm. last night after his shows here so oh, okay. so I didn't feel too bad <laughs> but, but yeah yeah people don't believe it. like on the on, you know uh, with Chingo they always ask hey, where are you going after this um, 
IHOP, probably. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, and then um to sleep. <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. There's no there's, there's no party. There's no crazy comedy after party <laughs> over here. <laughs> Aww. Do you miss those crazy after hour comedy parties? No. I I got over that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Very quick. I think I only did that for for maybe the first year or so. Mm-hmm. And even then it was just more of I was just so happy to be get doing as well as I was those first two years. And there's there's a there's a high that comes off of having a really good set. You know mm-hmm. and you know it. You almost feel like you're floating off the fucking stage. You know, and and it takes a long time to come down from the highs. Even when I come home now, you know, mm-hmm. I can't go to sleep. Like, yeah. You can't just go to sleep. You, you got to turn it off. You got to turn it off, watch some TV, do mm-hmm. some something to come to come down from it. And uh, and it's just uh, so I think even when I was doing it, it was more of just wanting to keep that feeling going. So you stay around. You tend to hang around with. With the people in the club that, you know, like, oh, man, that was great. Oh, man, when you did that one, when you said that <laughs> one, and they were like, ah, like, oh, yeah. You know, you get to kind of relive it. Yeah. You, you know. Them, yeah. Right. Because then once you go home, I mean, you don't keep talking about it. Rarely, sometimes, unless it was like something, you know, the dude fell out of his chair or something very memorable. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't. That's that night. You have that night to live that set, relive that set yeah. a couple times. So that's why you kind of. You hang around, you know, and, and get to well, that makes sense. Get to soak up some more of that, that energy, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah. Unless you ate a dick, then you just go home. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you wanted to eat. like, like, no, 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 no. I don't want no one looking bad, looking sad at me. Like, oh, you all right, man? You need a beer? Want a beer? <laughs> Not two beers because <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. It was that bad. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't miss that too much. Uh, when I was on Land Comedy Jam, it was a, um, I don't want to say requirement. It was strongly encouraged mm-hmm. that we, because uh, they would have official after parties. Which mm. it, that was part of the tour, and right. it was a deal that they worked out. So they're like, "Hey, go, we, you know, say something on the mic real quick, and yeah, take some pictures, have some drinks, and and, then and you, you know, at least an hour, you know, and, and then so so that we would do, and and normally it was fun, you know, because those were small towns in New Mexico, so that was cool to get because a lot of people from the show that were at the show were there, and you mm-hmm. kind of same thing, you get to. Get to relive, live the the energy. So I did never didn't mind, mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't my favorite part. You know, just because because I'm a homebody at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, same I, 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 I I'm I'm ready to to chill and you know, although I'm I'm a kickback person. Yeah, too. I never was never a nightclub person. You know, uh, if I want to go to like I want to have a conversation, I'm down. Let's go have a drink. Somewhere, if there's music, it's somebody playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah. You Where know, it's mellow and chill. Right. I can you know, see chill, that. Chill. Want to be able to talk, have a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I always like that little place downtown. We always talk about it. That coffee shop, Fandango Tindo. What is it? Oh, called? the Tango Tea Room. Yeah. Because yeah. when I used to go to there, that's what it was like. It was just very uh-huh. chill, just very. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, definitely a co- coffee house type person. Dope. Yeah. So. Well, I was gonna say I remember the first time that we hung out and we you had your show at the Bank Center. Mm-hmm. I think that was a comedy jam show. No, uh, was it? And you had the after party. No, you never got to do. You never got to experience no? the comedy. No, the show that you're referring to was um, it was a Steve Zarino show. Oh yes, but right. I had yes. uh yeah, and I had I was working for Mesquite at that time, and I had put together the Steve Zarino comedy shootout. That's so right, my, my brainchild there, yes. where, where Steve had this big show coming up at the Bank Center, and I said, "Hey man, what if we had a comedy contest? You know, winner gets to 
gets you know cash prize and gets to mm-hmm. open for you at the bank center. That's a huge stage, huge opportunity. I had to, you know, the only reason I got to perform in that stage the first time was because of Latin Comedy Jam. You know, I used to perform there yearly because of them. You know, and then I got to do it a couple times with Steve, and and then uh, with the the brouhaha. So I knew that, that for anyone local, especially like that's a it's a milestone. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a great prize. That's a great motivator for. For, for someone to, to, to do well in a contest like that. Yeah. You know, and um, so, yeah. So then, of course, I ended up opening for, for that show also because Steve's always one of those guys that, that's really good about inviting me to to share his stage whenever he comes through, when he can. Yeah. You know, and um, so, yeah, that's – so, no, you okay. didn't – The so Latin then, Comedy Jam had already kind of gone down by Okay, time. so, no, but yeah. I did see you at a Latin Comedy Jam Probably. show – because I remember, because I took a picture of the thing and it said Latin Comedy Jam. Uh-huh. And uh, it was me and Karen we had went and saw. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. I didn't know that, that you had gone to, to Latin Comedy Jam show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to find the picture so I can show you. Yeah, that's cool. I thought I know. I thought you mostly went to the Batos Locos shows. I mm-hmm. And that, 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 that was the only place that you, there in Mesquite. Yeah. Like, that those are the, that was the majority of the time, yeah. Oh, okay. But we went to, went to a Latin comedy Awesome. Look show. at you stop. So that, no. Shut up. <laughs> so that's why I got him You're confused. You're obsessed with me. Because <laughs> 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 I saw you on that stage, too. So that's what happened. My bad. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, that was our first hangout. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't want to call it a date. No, because, so well, babe, we were friends, so, babe. So, so I had to flag. I had to pull out the bank. Hey, girl, look. I'm going to be at the bank center. <laughs> if you want to be my plus one, like, let me know. But, hey, you got to let me know because I got... <laughs> <laughs> and if you would have said it to me like that, I would have been like, fuck <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> I was like, would would you like to come to my show with me? I'd really like it if you if you would be there with me, babe. And I brought you Snickers. You brought me a Snickers. You said make them Snicker. Yeah. I hope I hope you make them Snicker. Oh, look at me, babe. Like, Shit, this the one. She coming with snacks, like. Damn, girl, you applying for a job I didn't even know I had a position open for. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What's going Memories. on with this? What's going on with the stand and deliver article? I have this on my oh. board here, and you, mm-hmm. we've had it here for two weeks. <laughs> we never get to now, it now because we ramble a lot. We try to prepare for this show, <laughs> but then we just end up talking. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. Um, okay, so so you you know I'm a stand deliver fan. So yes. you sent me this article. So I saw this article. So okay. I said, oh, it's pretty cool. Let's let me read it. Mm-hmm. So it says, um, East LA native who was Jaime Escalante's student, mm-hmm. playing integral part in Mars mission. Oh shit! Yeah. So then it goes. Calculus. The NASA JPL engineer graduated from Garfield High and attributes part of his success to his math teacher, Jaime Escalante, who was the teacher in the 80s film Stand and Deliver. What part? (laughs) (laughs) I got questions. Would you say like 36%? (laughs) If you went to the... If you went to the beach and you had to dig a hole, <laughs> and the hole represented the part you played, <laughs> how big would the hole be? <laughs> okay, go That's on. Funny. <laughs> on Thursday, NASA cheered for their biggest and most advanced rover when it landed on Mars, called Perseverance. Among those who helped lead the project was Sergio Valdez, who is from East Los Angeles. Sergio. Sorry. Sergio, yeah. I feel very lucky to be part of a team like this, to be part of such rich heritage that JPL is bringing, said Valdez. But to have come from a community that you rarely think that you can end up in a place like JPL. I don't know what that means. There's a whole bunch of dot, dot, dots in between there. They okay. left something off. 
I don't know. It just goes on and talks about it. But the next paragraph, it says, <clears throat> Valdez is an engineering manager at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena. His parents immigrated from Mexico. He grew up in East L.A. and graduated from Garfield High in 1991. One of his professors was the famous math teacher, Mr. Jaime Escalante, who was the subject of the 80s movie Stand and Deliver. When he taught me in high school... It was a huge step forward for me to make a career out of myself, said Valdez. I didn't realize how much he contributed to my education until I got to college. Aww. I don't know. That's cool. And it just goes on and tells more about his career. Cool. Yeah. So, so you know, you know, the movie got made, and, and it was a, it was a, that's a great part is is a true story, and he introduced yeah. ma- mathematics to at a school that wasn't a. A math heavy school. It's just cool to see it still relevant. Rele- the movie, like yeah. to, that, it still has such an impact today. Well, it goes into to you know what I was kind of what I was talking about last week about you know uh, teaching and teaching math. Mm-hmm. The, the great thing about that is I I do I am a believer that anybody can be taught math. Mm-hmm. You might not get it right away. Some right. people take longer, but but if you if you you know. Learn the steps. You, you you can you can learn it. Right. You know it, it's a it's a recipe that can that can be repeated. Mm-hmm. You know you just got and uh, a lot of that really came came from one of my math teachers in high school, which which was uh, Doctor Boker. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of his things was he was a big believer that that you know you you take the test ten times. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You want a hundred? Okay, keep taking the test to get a hundred. Oh, really? But you learned it. Oh, okay, because you wanted to get the hundred. Right now, he goes. I'm not just gonna let you keep retaking the test. He would make you go to his office hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. He would have. He would meet <clears throat> at Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Uh, every uh, certain nights of the week, I forget what it were, and you had to come, and you had to come to like two sessions, and the second one you can do, you could take your test, and he was such a like he was one of these geniuses where the reason part of the reason too was he could rewrite a test like that like oh, what wow. te- what test what what test and he'd write you out a test and like here go oh wow go, go take it you know crazy and and uh so so yeah he would you know believe that and that was I was going to school in the time of the performance standard mm-hmm. right where which was supposed to be you get Three chances, and you don't get the seventy percent by the third chance. You fail the performance standard, and you got to go to summer school. And he fought that. Oh, okay, yeah. He was yeah. one of the teachers that fought that. that tooth and nail. Oh, really? Yeah. He, you know, he was a he was a very uh, um, eccentric personality. Mm-hmm. So at least if anyone listening that went to high school, you 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 know, I'm telling you're gonna know that I, I'm not exaggerating. It's gonna sound to you like I'm exaggerating these stories. This is this is the I literally saw this man motorcycle catch on fire put it out the one of the economic teachers ran out put it out he hops back on and drives away <laughs> like wow. like like he had a he had a a uh, a uh, tattoo that said he was a biker right his name was bad dog and he had it in greek letter beta alpha delta delta omega gamma on his on his shirt Oh wow! He's he was uh, known for they had he was one of the only math teachers that got moved from from the second floor to the first floor because if you had your book from another class open in his class he would throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> wow! When they moved him to the first floor, he then resulted to to pouring dumping water on, on your on your book. Oh. <laughs> One on one occasion, there was a uh, I used to call them grade whores, the, the those top tenors, you know, the, the, I would, they're always they spend their whole high school careers, you know, edging each other out by point zero zero one percent of a grade, yeah, you know, and so like, like a 99 fucking freaks them out, yeah, right? One of those, and she's and his thing was always you learn by teaching, you learn by teaching. He wanted you talking like you should be taught. Why aren't you talking mm-hmm. to the person next to you? Yeah. And if you, because you don't know it, then okay, talk. Why aren't you talking to the person on the other side of you who does know it? And why yeah. aren't you asking them? You know, 
And so it annoyed him when to see someone working by themselves. Mm. And so one time, one of these <clears throat> great horses was there working by herself mm-hmm. diligently. And uh, he made it a requirement that no one was going to pass the assignment unless they worked at least one problem with that person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He uh he also he had a uh all <laughs> he like he liked to mess with with people is basically what what it was he used to uh he had a he had a basket on his desk called the, the turning basket right mm-hmm. but he had a very strict rule mm-hmm. if you turn in the turning basket your assignment anywhere in the turning basket you didn't turn it in and it would go in the trash including don't hand it to him if you walk up and hand it to him he's gonna throw it away and you didn't turn it in. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Because <laughs> if if you happen if he happened to be sitting at your desk mm-hmm. while you went to go turn in your assignment, mm-hmm. he would hold out his hand <laughs> to see if you if you, oh. if, if you stupidly put it in his no. hand. On occasion, he was also known to take the turning basket and hide it. Oh my gosh! Why? <laughs> but he was all, But like I said, all this craziness, though. But he would t- turn someone who wasn't really good. At, I I wasn't good at math. I took AP stats just because I wanted to experience. My friend Tony had taken calculus with him, and I was like, I gotta experience this. First hand. Mm-hmm. I got tired of hearing I was like, there's no way you're making this up. Mm-hmm. Right? This guy he used to go he was a, he also had a uh, a degree in geology. Mm-hmm. So for he used to go so he would ask you your favorite color and like bring you bring back like stones like for whatever geology excavation trip he would go on. Oh wow. And he'd give you a, a rock and like a Tootsie roll. Tell you to rock and roll. <laughs> I had that rock for the longest time. I don't, I don't know where, where it's at. Like and um, but he actually um got the district back then to change their mission statement. Oh really? Yeah, because he, he went downtown and to the school board and made this big old fuss about um that you know the mission statement said you know helping students achieve their maximum potential mm-hmm. because and if we're limiting them to this nonsense of three strikes and you're out on a performance standard then that's not what we're doing because statistically speaking every student has the has the ability to get 100% if you give them an unlimited amount of time mm-hmm. to 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 do so 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 you're not you're you're going against your oh wow your defined mission statement so uh, the district solution was to rewrite the mission statement. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, he got changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least don't be hypocrites. You yeah. Know? You, wow. You do such nonsense. So, so I believe in the power of a good math teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I had a great algebra teacher in, in middle school too. So, so I always like stand deliver, even mm-hmm. though though I'm not a math nut at all. Yeah. Uh, You're very good at math, though. But but I like uh, I I like the spirit of the math teacher. Mm-hmm. I think they get. I think I think English teachers tend to get the the they changed my life and all that. But I think math teachers have a really interesting. Because I think a lot of people look at math and are intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. And if you can teach someone who was previously scared of math not to be scared of it anymore, you change that person's life. Because they, for a moment, they feel like they can do anything. Mm-hmm. They can learn anything. And that, that that's what the, in, the intrinsic lesson <clears throat> in it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he some of those kids didn't go on to be. Not all of them got to be Tip like, like Seth Hill and yeah. go work for NASA. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I guarantee you, all of them, they learned something about mathematics that they never thought they would be able to do. Mm-hmm. And that, that taught them a valuable life lesson, which is, which is stop underestimating yourself. You can, you can do a lot more than you give yourself credit for. True. You know, and, uh, I can work clean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jaime Escalante and Dr. Boker. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can, babe. I believe it. I can do it. It's just another math problem I got to figure out. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Just got to lower my percentage of F-bombs to <laughs> like zero for for the next month. Mm-hmm. And see. We'll see. Like I said. Um, speaking of of, uh, of basically never saying never. Okay. Segway. <laughs> nice. Convince you to watch the Justin Bieber Tiny Desk. Yes, you did, and that was concert. like big convincing. I don't know. I was not. You're not a Justin Bieber fan. You think you, I liked like, him in the beginning. Like most people, mm-hmm. you you who are like most people, you know, saw the behavior that he yes. was exhibiting. Yes, and I told you when we did the finding the. Britney Spears stuff. Mm-hmm. I like. I think this is gonna open the door. I think we're finally ready to to take Justin Bieber back too. Mm-hmm. You're like, you no, did. you did. No, he's like, such no. a douche. Yes, yes. And the monkey and whatever. <laughs> yes, and, I did. And I'm like, nah, man, that kid got the raw end of the fucking deal mm-hmm. on that thing. Like, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. And uh, so I gave it a chance. Yeah, gave it a chance. I've always liked him musically since mm-hmm. he was a kid. Yes, he had the the pop edge and the you know the the you know that teeny bopper image, mm-hmm. but there was always a musicality to him that I liked. And so when I heard he did this Tiny Desk series, which I love, I, I always watch it on YouTube. I was like, let's watch it. Yeah, we pulled it up on the TV, mm-hmm. and it was a good time. It, it was a nice was. little vibe. It you was know, so good. Um, talented musician. He great. started off strong. He started started off strong, kept it strong all the way through. Yes. I've li- I've actually re- uh, re-listened to it a few times. Have you? Uh, since then, mm-hmm. you know. So I have been so def- you singing the song. So, so definitely, so definitely, if you if you know, don't don't sleep on the Beebs. Yeah, you have to watch it, guys. You do. You have. You know to. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's 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 on his grown man shit. Now. He is. There was there was. He's a, not a little boy anymore. You yeah. know, he went through. You know, he had his growing pains, and now he's growing. But man, he had to he had to grow up in front of the whole world. Like, don't underestimate that. Like that shit <laughs> yeah, will that shit will fuck with somebody's head. Mm-hmm. So you know, like like Brittany reminded us. You know, yeah. thought we were seeing someone being a dick, and yeah, you were, but because they were dealing with mental health issues. Yeah. You know, on on of the sorts that really none of us know anything about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and of course everyone has their problems, but you know that's you know. Yep. The you know, most most of most of our mistakes don't get aired for the aired world. Aired for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Right? Most You're of our, right. Most of our douchey behaviors aren't uh, front page news. Yep. On every major newspaper mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah, or any newspaper. <laughs> For that, not even Facebook news. Right, like most of the bad shit that we would do in our life, like no one that wasn't there will ever hear about. It. Yeah. Well, maybe with Facebook, like the people you're facing now, you you know, should leak on to Facebook. But even then, yeah, you know, it still has to be pretty bad for a news source to pick it up. That's true. Well, I'm glad I gave him another shot because I really did enjoy it. I I was really digging his new stuff. I'm excited. I'm even contemplating getting an album. What? Yeah, like getting I, an I, album, or, like or just listening to it on Spotify. Like you want to buy an album? Well, no, like uh, Apple, like Apple, like oh, you know, download it, pay for it, or whatever. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, cool. I was digging it. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm still just gonna stream it. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, that's cool. Do that. <laughs> She's got a lot just of money. I'm not trying I to mean, get money. Like, no, no, no. I'll buy a local. I'll buy a, an independent artist album. <laughs> He's fine with his one billion downloads. I don't need to buy Justin. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you to go out and buy Justin Bieber's album. I'm not gonna. No. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get a physical copy. I was uh, gonna just do it on Apple. Hey, just stream it. Don't you have uh, the the streaming? I mean, yeah, I could do it on Amazon Music. Yeah, stream it on Amazon. <laughs> stream it on Amazon. But I was thinking about buying it, okay. so I had it in my library. Wow, wow, you, you I were was really it. you were really uh, influenced by mm-hmm. by it. But uh, yeah, but um, anything else to add, Miss Little? We're already uh, over the hour here. I don't think so. Sunday night, we got we got a, a long weekend. week ahead of us. Like I said, we'll see. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and at least you know here our little 
our little ragtag group of, of OGs, you know, y'all get to know, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't like to put too much stuff out there, but I, I'm a believer that, that if, if y'all are listening to this, mm-hmm. it must be because you, you care somewhat yeah. ab- about, uh, our lives and, and my comedic journey as well, uh, well as part of that. And, uh, so, so thank you for listening. So thank y'all for listening and, uh, you know, hope y'all have a good week. Mm-hmm. Be good. Y'all be original. Right? There's yeah. only one way to be original. That's to be you because there's only one you. There's only one love. Take us out, Shalina. Oh, I know you.